Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, CSULB Interim President Don Para, in his farewell appearance as we continue our 22nd anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight. Our guest for the entire show is the interim president of California State University, Long Beach, uh, Donald Parra. Mr. President, welcome to our show. Art, delighted to be here. Uh, this is a bittersweet show for me and for many of us because uh, after 26 years on this campus and serving this last year as the interim president, you are retiring and leaving us and will be much missed. Well, thank you, Art. Um, it is a bittersweet moment for sure, but I'm never, I'm never leaving Cal State Long Beach. I just won't be around quite as much. Well, you've left a tremendous mark on this campus in the 26 years you've been here, head of the music department, dean of the College of the Arts, uh, uh, provost, and this last year's interim president. Uh, just give us uh, your feelings about this campus. Well, I love this campus. I love its mission. I love who it is and who we are. Uh, what I love most about this campus is the people. I love the students, I love the faculty, the staff, uh, and for me uh, it's been such a blessing to be able to be part of this campus for 26 years and to be able to serve the campus that I love in so many different capacities. I mean I just can't, I just can't tell you how fortunate I feel to be able to have done that. Well you know that love has returned. Uh, I don't know anyone who doesn't have the deepest affection for you and uh, personally and professionally and uh, so it goes both ways. Well thank you Art, I appreciate that. And there was a wonderful uh, farewell celebration that was put on here right here at the Carpenter Center uh, recently and we want to share that with uh, our viewers. Uh, here is the uh, cover of the program very appropriately entitled A Class Act uh, honoring Don and his family. Uh, the program started with uh, Four young musicians playing uh, a p on two pianos. It was yes. it was brilliant. Yes, two pianos, four hands. Oh my God! And then, of course, uh, here's a picture of uh, Don and his wife Sandy and your two daughters. Yes, sitting in the audience, and right behind is Mayor O'Neill and so many dignitaries and folks just came. Several hundred people to to wish Don well in the next chapter of his life, which I think involves some musical composition where you would try. It is. There's some pieces that I have been waiting to finish that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get done in the, next, in the next short time. Who was it? Uh, Beethoven, Unfinished Symphony? Did he ever finish that? I um, guess not. There's several, several composers that unfinished. People finish them for them generally. I, <laughs> and uh, the Chancellor, Tim White, uh, came mm. and spoke very movingly about Don, and uh, we have high hopes for the Chancellor as Absolutely. Uh, the leader of the 23 Absolutely. campuses. Yeah. He's a very dynamic leader, and he really has a, he, I think he has a real scope of the CSU and the uh, unlimited human potential that we have. And one of the several gifts that you were given 
was a photo montage of events at the Carpenter Center where the event took place. Yes, I was, uh, as a department chair, I was part of a group that helped do the planning for the Carpenter Center. And over the years, we've been delighted to go to the Carpenter Center I, dozens and dozens, probably hundreds of times uh, for events. And the photo montage was of some of, the, some of the highlights of some of the guests who were there. And finally, you were given a beautiful original sculpture by one of our own faculty, uh, Tony Marsh. Um, and uh, it was presented by uh, Chris Miles, the Dean of the College of the Arts. Yeah, uh, uh, from the 26 years I've been on campus, Tony Marsh has been a name that's been known to me. I'm very pleased to say that Tony is a, uh, Tony is a friend of mine, but mainly uh, Tony is an incredible artist. He's an incredible faculty member. His students love him. He's a dedicated and highly talented teacher, and he's an extraordinarily talented artist. His work, I think, is in the, is in the permanent collections of at least 20 uh, art museums wow. around the world. And in the background, if we go back to that photo for a second, you'll see a 49, a golf bag. I guess that was one Absolutely. of your wish list. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Well, we also have a wonderful clip that was prepared, uh, uh, part of a longer piece that was presented at the celebration, uh, prepared by Dave Kelly and the crew at Advanced Media Productions. Let's take a quick look. Greetings. I'm Donald Parra, the Dean of the College of the Arts, and on behalf of the students, faculty, and staff of the College of the Arts, we welcome you. We are glad you could join us for this momentous occasion. Well, I think when he brought in, I think it was during his time, brought in the Cole Academy Conservatory, uh, what a marvelous addition that is to the university. Student success, artistic and scholarly excellence has been the prime goal of the Department of Music for over 40 years. Student success, artistry, and scholarly excellence will be the mission of the Bob Cole Conservatory. Well, uh, from my perspective, his passion is students. I mean, he talks about students all the time. He is, um, every meeting I've ever gone to, he puts the students at the center of our discussions. So that is truly his passion. I think people are his passion. I think students are his passion. Uh, and students are people. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, he just has a passion for what he does. Don, uh, the Cole Conservatory of Music was highlighted in that clip, and uh, that was a major grant to our university, and you were the dean of the college at the time. Yeah, um, actually when it came in, I was the, the music department chair because we kept, it was secret for, for 10 years. So, but it was, the, it was the largest gift that the university has ever received. And uh, we, uh, uh, Regina Cole and Bob Cole, um, it's, it's trans, it was a great department, it has transformed it into being really outstanding. Uh, we have a wonderful music program, and I remember you were good enough to come to our Distinguished Speaker Series, and the University Brass Ensemble was playing outside, and you went over there and got the baton and were just having a ball. Yeah, Rob feared that, Director of Brass <laughs> Studies, offered me the opportunity to conduct, and I was delighted to do so. Yeah. Okay, we will be back with this wonderful conversation, but first we have to pause for these messages. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives, 
we're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com, the port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. Hello, I'm Jessica Hardy, a proud Long Beach native and a member of the USA Swimming national team. Having spent much of my life in water, I've developed a deep appreciation for the valuable role that this precious resource plays in our lives. In recent years, California's water supply has become unreliable. To address this reality, Long Beach residents have dramatically reduced their water use through permanent lifestyle changes. In doing so, Long Beach has made itself a leader in water conservation. As I work hard to achieve my personal goal of qualifying for the 2012 Summer Olympics, I encourage you to continue your tremendous efforts to use water in smart and responsible ways. So join me and your fellow Long Beach residents in strengthening the water conservation movement. By making small but significant changes in our water use habits, together we can ensure that we have a reliable water supply for many generations to come. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. We're back having this wonderful conversation with President Don Para, who is leaving our campus after 26 years retirement. Are you looking forward to retirement? Absolutely. I'm, as you said before, it's bittersweet though because I'm going to miss uh, I'm going to miss uh, Cal State Long Beach, but I'm going to be I'm going to be around. Okay. Well, several of the speakers in that clip we played mentioned correctly your passion for students, commitment to students, and your passion for people. Yes. Um, uh, I love the students that we have here. I love the mission of the CSU and of Cal State Long Beach and the way in which we go about it. When Bob Maxson came as president, he said that he had three priorities, students, students, students. Wow. Uh, when, when, um, when King Alexander came, he expanded it a bit by saying graduation begins today and among the nation's best. And I have been uh, very privileged for the last year to continue that, to continue that legacy. And I know that uh, the new president, Jane Connolly is going to is going to do the same. Leadership makes such a difference, whether it's an academic institution, a city, a country. Absolutely, it's all about leadership. It is. It's about leadership and mission. Uh, one of the things that leaders need to do is be very clear as to what the mission is. And everybody in the organization, whether it's educational, business, government, everybody in the organization needs to understand the mission. That's why when we say student success is our mission, student success is job one for us, and that everybody on the campus understands it, and that all of our decisions center on what's best for the students and what's best for the program. It just makes all the difference. And the students recognize that we had 83 thousand plus applications last year for six thousand places everybody wants to come to the beach eighty three thousand four hundred applications for admission and it's, it's uh, I think it's fourth most in the country and while that's very exciting that the beach is hot and pe people understand the value that we have you know um, we just had a just yesterday a poll was released by Time magazine it's a brand new poll 
um, and it ranked, it ranked three things on Obama metrics. One was affordability, the other was the number of Pell Grants, and the third was graduation rates. And of all institutions in the country, not just the West, we came out 10th. Wow. 10th in the country. We just got that news yesterday. Yeah. So that really demonstrates that we have high quality, uh, low cost degrees and that we do it. Uh, we're the public institution the public wants. They just don't all know it. And I know President Obama uh, invited uh, then President King Alexander several times to the White House. Yes. To yes. Say, how do you do it? What's the magic? Yeah. How do you produce a high quality, low cost education uh, and in what's the way the that answer? you do it? Well, the answer is, I mean, I'm sorry to say the answer is that what we're doing right now is not sustainable. We're in this country, we're in a 30-year decline in support for public higher education. And that, that can, that's not sustainable. It can only go on for so long. And I'm sorry to say also that one of the ways that we manage to keep doing what we're doing is to not give people pay increases. I mean, we've had a 1.34% pay increase in the last yes. five years. That's not... That's not uh, taking care of the kind of people that we need to love this institution. You know, we need to support education, and specifically here, higher education, because it's pay me now or pay me later. Absolutely. The investment in education, uh, I think King used to uh, cite, uh, pays 3 or $4 for every dollar in, or maybe For more. every dollar, it's $4.36 returning to the California economy. And this institution itself has the impact of about $2.7 million a day on the local economy. And uh, I, one of my favorite phrases is this, if you think education is expensive, try ignorance. Ignorance, yes. Absolutely. Well, let's turn to some of the accomplishments, not just in your year as interim president, but over the 26 years. What, and I'm sure the, the Coal Conservancy has to be right at the top of that list. Oh, sure. I mean, the Coal Conservatory is a, was a great day for the institution. It was certainly a great day for me, uh, music being my, being my home program. But um, in the bigger picture at the university, as I mentioned earlier, the focus on students and student success yes. has probably, and the way in which we do it, has probably been the single, single most important accomplishment for the institution. Because while we've been doing that, even in the last five years, when we've had the worst budget climate in our history, we have continued to increase our graduation rates and we have continued to increase our educational quality. Uh, and you only have to look at uh, uh, different kinds of metrics to understand that the quality of who we're producing at this institution continues to increase continues to rise. And we have several hundred thousand living alumni, which is a huge database of potential donors and potential successes. We have 284,000 alumni. Uh, in commencement next week, we'll have another 9,000 who will have graduated this year. And you will shake year. hands personally I'll shake with hands everyone. With everyone and be thrilled to do so <laughs> because it's, it's, it's uh, one of the greatest times of the year. Yeah. Uh, we call it commencement because it is, in fact, the beginning for these people. Uh, for our students and their families, and um, we're, uh, it's it's uh, it's what we it's what we do and why we're here and what we need to do for for California and and beyond. And what always impressed me is the relationship between administration and students here, uh, particularly with uh, student governance. And as Absolutely. you may know, one of our graduates is running for mayor of Long Beach. Uh, uh, a, the late Jenny Orpeza was an AS president, yes. and she wound up as a state senator. Right. And several other alums are in the political process. Uh, the councilwoman-elect, Susie Price, from the 3rd District, AS president. So, uh, and I know because I've, I've worked with student services that, that you guys listen to the students. You empower them. And other campuses, they're at odds. 
and here it's not. Um, absolutely. We are a very transparent campus. We're a very open campus. We listen to everybody. The best example of that might be our resource planning process, what we call RPP. Uh, that's the highest level financial planning process, money planning process on campus. And in the room, which is run by uh, Mary Stevens, Vice President for Administration and Finance, and uh, now Dave Dowell, Interim Provost and Senior Vice President, in the room is the President of the AS who has a vote, staff member has a vote, a union president, who see uh, the faculty union president who has a vote. Those people are all in the room. They see all the data. They help make all decisions, which is a recommendation to the president. You know, just uh, two nights ago, uh, my wife and I hosted um, the AS leadership, the, out, the Associated Student Leadership, the outgoing and the incoming leaders. We had about 50 or 60 students at the house, at Miller House, at the President's House in the backyard. It's an annual tradition. We just had a great time. I saw the beach from Vail Park there because I was Absolutely. at another event. I was wondering what's going on there. Yeah, it was, it's the, they, they bus, uh, some of the students drive over, but most of them, they provide a shuttle that come yeah. over to the house. Okay, we have to take a pause. We'll be right back after these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Oh, yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Belfar, Long Beach. Who needs this modern world? I can live just fine out here without the road rage and boy bands. Of course, I might miss my Charter HD with football on ESPN and Walking Dead on AMC. ESPN and AMC. And, well, Shark Week on Discovery HD. But that's all. AMC, ESPN, Discovery, TBS, and Comedy Central HD. But that's it. Except for HBO HD. Charter now has over 100 HD channels and more brilliant HD shows on demand than ever. Shows We're back with the president, Don Para, And uh, just to pick up on the point of empowering students, uh, the AS has a budget, I think, of about $10 million a year from yes. student fees. Yes. And they exclusively control that money, subject yes. to a presidential veto, I guess. But yes, right. That doesn't happen very often. So they run a big operation. 
Yes, they do. Um, students control a lot of money on this campus through a, a variety of fees. Uh, it appears that if the Board of Trustees approves um, a system-wide increase, uh, that will go up a little bit uh, uh, for next year. Uh, but it's one of the ways that we fill in uh, the gap from the diminishing state resources. One of the things that students don't have control of but have a great say in, and it's their fees, is the Student Excellence Fund, which we started two years ago and we expanded um, uh, three years ago and expanded for this year. That money is going, every nickel of that money that comes in goes to uh, students and technology. Students, uh, it's making, it's going to make and has started to make a huge impact on technology. And the main thing is that it's going to increase the, the, uh, the classroom situation. It's going to increase instruction, the quality of instruction on our campus. Great. Let's talk for a moment about online education because it seems to me at least that it's inevitable that we are going to at least supplement our existing in-person courses with online because the efficiencies of scale are so compelling and as you pointed out the state's been cutting back on their support so I don't think we have any choice we have to go in part in that direction absolutely it reminds me in part of when I was uh, when I was a, 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 a undergraduate student and electronic music composition was becoming popular. Some people were saying, oh my God, it'll never last. Some were saying, oh my God, it's going to take over the whole world. Uh, there'll never be live music again. Neither of which happened, of course, but it's inevitable. You're absolutely right, Art. It's inevitable that this is going to become part of our instructional methodology. And the good news is, is that data demonstrates that it's a better way to learn than the straight lecture. So uh, we need to, you can't take out the human element. There has to be interaction between students. There has to be inter interaction between an instructor and a student, but it can take on a very, a very different form. Um, the the uh, instructional technology that we're looking at and that we've been implementing, and we're hardly at, at the big, head of the curve on this, but we certainly are aggressively pursuing um, how we deliver instruction in a better way that will, that will uh, you know, we have, we have a number of smart classrooms that we started, uh, and the students, including this, um, this paint that they put on the walls, that the students can do some of their, they can do, they can write on the, they love that, writing, writing on the walls. Writing on the walls, it's like a bathroom. That, you know? <laughs> but the fact, yeah, but the fact is our, our faculty say they're not on their phones, they're not on their pads, yeah. they're, they're engaged. Yeah. And this is the way to engage, this is the way to teach better. Don, let me ask you from your unique 26-year perspective here and over 40 years in higher education, what do you see as the upcoming challenges? Obviously, budget is one, and we've talked about that, but what other kinds of major challenges do you think we'll be facing in higher education? Um, um, there's a number of them. One is performance-based funding. That is, the public and government is expecting more and more accountability, not from stories about things, but actual data that demonstrates what higher education can deliver. We're absolutely in favor of that. We're absolutely in favor of demonstrating the public good of public higher education uh, to anyone who wants to see it. Uh, a lot of the stuff that we, uh, besides our public goods page, that's at CSU and on each camp and on our campus, uh, we have data that's available to anyone in the world, frankly, about how we do our graduation rates, uh, class fill rates. I mean, it's available to anybody. I don't know that there's an institution in the country that has more data available online than, than we do. You have to be able to read it, uh, but, it's, but it's there, and we try to make it easy. So that certainly is, that certainly is a challenge. Funding is clearly going to continue to be a challenge. Uh, but I, I would say in a lot of it, if we keep the student focus, and we remember that we have to innovate. Um, businesses, 
government agencies, you know, and I consider universities political organizations. Oh um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, if we do not innovate, then we're gonna then we're gonna fall behind and we're gonna die. Uh, we have to continue to put the focus on the classroom experience, which is going to change and evolve. But we have to keep innovating. We have to keep looking at what are the best ways to deliver our product uh, to our students. Uh, and if we do that, uh, we're going to be and demonstrate the value of public higher education. We're going to be in good shape. I know both of your predecessors said this, and I'm sure you would agree that uh reaching out into the community is very important to the university. And Absolutely. without a great university, you can't have a great city. And without a good city, you can't have a Absolutely. great university. And Absolutely. you and your two predecessors have worked so closely with the political establishment of, of Long Beach. Uh, and it's exciting to see them both rise. Absolutely. In, in, in yeah. There's no better example of that than the Long Beach College Promise. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's Just been for the a record, they guarantee a Long Beach student who maintains his or her grades uh, entrance into City College and then to Long Beach right. State. Right, and City College, they get a free first semester. If they want to go straight from a Long Beach Unified School District High School and they have their A through G requirements, they meet the CSU standard, not the higher standard that they need. And, and even though we have 83,400 applications, we give a preference to they, local. Get the, they get the preference. And the good news is that they have that those students have a higher graduation rate than the other students that we bring in. Nice, nice. Well, it's very exciting, and uh, we have uh, a little more time to spend with the Prez. We'll be back after these messages. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. I want to improve my career opportunities. I want to earn a higher salary at my job. I'd like to finish what I started. The new Bachelor of Arts in Liberal Arts degree completion program at Cal State Long Beach will help you achieve your educational goals while keeping your life in balance. Contact our Customer Service Center at 1-800-963-2250 for more information. Or visit us on the web. Let CSULB help you finish what you started. those who are closest to you, from our family to yours. McCarty's Jewelry, since 1932. The most difficult thing about becoming a Long Beach Police Explorer? The first week. <laughs> for a young age, it's a great opportunity. If it wasn't for this program, God knows where I'd be. So many doors open for you. All the training that you receive. Before I started this program, I didn't have a sense of confidence. It really gave me that sense of direction. It gave me the right mentors, the right people I needed. It's the best choice I've made. This program is what really taught me what life is about and really prepared me to live another day and feel proud to serve my community. I think we're very fortunate to have a committed president, uh, dean, provost, faculty member, 
and just all around great person like Don Power, who's part of our CSULB family for 26 years. And uh, uh, the campus is, is much better off. And those who know him uh, can appreciate his, uh, his passion for his work and his uh, commitment to students. So Don, thank you for all you've done over these many years. Thank you, Art. I have been, I have been touched formed and molded by this institution and by the people who are at California State University, Long Beach. And it always struck me that you are really a happy camper in life generally as well as in your work. And who doesn't prefer to be around happy campers than uh, some of the less happy people we've, we've met? I've always, been, <laughs> I've, always been a, I've always been a happy, optimistic person, uh, even in difficult times. And Bob Maxson said one time, Happiness is a personal decision. It's a decision. choice. It's, it's a, a choice. choice. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he even had it as, as part of leadership. Absolutely. Choose happiness. Absolutely. Fantastic advice. Uh, Don, we, we wish you well in the next chapter. I know you're not leaving us. You're just changing your role and you want to have a little time to compose some music. Absolutely. And maybe you'll come back and, and play for it. Play it for us one time. It would be my pleasure. Okay. Okay. Thank, Thank you for you, joining us. My Thank you pleasure. at home. And actually, this show is being webcast throughout the world as part of the CSULB graduation ceremonies for three days. So uh, whatever country you're in, uh, thank you for joining us. And please be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.